0: I'm an ivf support coach i like to say like i'm your ivf journey bestie. it's like really the vibe that i'm going for just a friend to walk alongside you in this journey who gets it and can also just support and inspire you Hi there. I'm Jenna Kutcher. I'm the host of the Gold Digger Podcast, and I'm so excited that you're hearing me right now because that means that I get to
1: introduce you to my friend Michelle Hagan. Michelle is a mama on a mission dedicated to inspire other women to chase their dreams and their passions no matter what season of life they're in. And I've gotten the privilege to mentor and coach Michelle. She was one of my top ten students in my community of over a thousand women, and she helped lead and inspire other mamas just like you. And now you, my friend, you get a front row seat. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. Welcome to the Living Your Calling podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Hagan, and my mission is to help you step into whatever you're truly called to do. I'm a Midwest wife and mom, and I built my business and dreams between the moments of motherhood. I believe that you can create your dreams around whatever season of life you're in. I'm obsessed with creating connections, out-of-the-box ideas, and cheering people on in whatever goal they're chasing. This is a place where you can come to feel like you're joining your best friends for coffee, for real talk of what's happening in life and business. Whether you're working on personal development or business, friend, I got you. Each week, you will find an episode that educates, inspires, and helps you take action to step into your calling and live your best life. You're listening to the Living Your Calling podcast, inspiring you to be and create exactly what you were made for. Are you ready? Here we go. All right, friends, I am so excited to introduce you guys to my new friend, Michelle. I always love introducing other Michelles when you're like, hi, I'm Michelle and meet my friend Michelle. So Michelle, I am so excited to chat with you and for us to bring awareness to this special week of IVF and infertility and what that looks like because so many women walk through it and walk through it in so many different ways and there's so many different emotions uh, tied to it and i just love how you are inspiring women and you are showing women how to walk this journey while you are in the messy middle of it currently right now and you are inspiring women so i thought that what a better person to bring on during this week to Kind of speak to the women that we know that someone that is going to listen to this is going through this journey. So, welcome to the show.
0: Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and I'm so grateful that you're creating space for this on your podcast because I feel like this is a topic that is just not talked about enough and that so many women need to hear that they are not alone if they are one of the people who are walking this path. And I'm a big believer that it's like so possible to really thrive through the season, even though it is really hard some days. Um, And most importantly, if like I could use my story to help someone feel less alone, like I'm here for it all day, every day.
1: Yeah. And it is, it's one of those things that there's so many more women that are going through it than we realize. I mean, Mm -hmm. I have my own journey, but it's not, near kind of what yours was. I was just told you're never going to have children naturally. So mm. come talk to us like when you're actually ready to have kids. And then I tried like a whole bunch of other things and it, ha- you know, and it worked. And it was one of those things, um, cause I have PCOS mm. and I have friends that have PCOS to where like, I felt bad when I got pregnant because mm-hmm. they, had you know, and, and there's so many emotions that come around all of those things. And, And I especially I think for women, when it's your first baby, you think like you're the only one Mm -hmm. until you finally like kind of become a mom and you get like these mom friends or or you're at an age where everyone's trying and then it finally is like it's way more common than you think. So yeah, for sure. Before we dive in, why don't you just tell um, the listeners a little bit about yourself and kind of what you are creating right now?
0: Absolutely. So I'm Michelle. I'm an IVF support coach. I like to say like, I'm your IVF journey bestie. It's like really the vibe that I'm going for just like a friend to walk alongside you in this journey who gets it and can also just like support and inspire you. So like my big thing is helping women calm the negative spiral of infertility because it can just be such a roller coaster and so there's just so much like anxiety and what ifs involved with it and I I I tend to work with like really big-hearted women who just give so much of themselves and really what I want to do is inspire and encourage them to give that same love that they give so freely to others to themselves because it then even increases their capacity to give to others and to show up in their life and it's just it's so beautiful to like get to inspire and empower women in this way. Oh, I love that. And I
1: love how you said like the big hearted women, because it probably is. I'm assuming like those women are the ones who like serve and serve and serve. And then they're like, well, I've served and served, So why isn't it happening or working for me Mm -hmm. is what my guess is, you know, like I'm one of those people. So like speaking to one of those people, if you're listening, I can, I'm guessing that's what's happening in their mind is that they're like, well, why isn't it I, I give and I do all these things. So why isn't it
0: happening for me? Yeah, well and and like for me personally, and I hear this a lot from my clients too, right? Like it turned into this like, well maybe I'm just not deserving of this. Like maybe I haven't done enough or I've screwed up too much or I didn't go to church enough or like whatever the story was. Um, And I also find, too, that a lot of my clients are caretaking a lot of people in their lives because they're going through this really hard season, but they don't want the hard season to negatively impact others, again, because they care so much about the people around them. But in doing so, they continuously sacrifice themselves, which in turn makes this journey a lot harder. And what I've really found is that when we can love ourselves so big through the season and, like, turn that on ourselves, it actually creates a really positive ripple effect in the other relationships in our lives like I see their marriages improve their relationships with their friends their family and just like how they show up for themselves and it is so freaking cool oh I
1: love that so much before we kind of dive a little deeper into that let's let's back up and chat about like how did you discover that this is what you were made to do because it's not probably my guess is not something that you thought you were going to do before you walked this own journey of yours. So how did you decide, like, you know what, I really think I'm, I'm made to help walk women through this. Or how did you decide to actually speak your story and let it be known?
0: Oh my goodness. So can I just say, cause I feel like this might resonate with your folks is like, I have had so many like business ventures, side hustles, like all of it. You know, I've done the like direct sales. I had a calligraphy business for a really long time that I loved. For me, the like big string of commonality between all of those things was doing things that brings me joy that feels good in the moment. And so, honestly, anytime I dove into a side hustle or business venture or whatever it was, it was just like a this feels good. I'm not going to overthink it. So, why not? And like you said, obviously, I didn't wake up one day as a child and go, I'm going to be an infertility and IVF support coach someday, because obviously that's like right next to teacher and doctor and firefighter. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I actually so when I graduated from college, I started working in higher education because I just had this passion for programming and leadership development and supporting people in this like really developmental season that is college and so this like really starts as like the foundation i've also just always been that friend that people go to for like advice guidance support and i i have this tendency where like i have people in my life who like we go to the next level a lot faster than i was expecting i'm like oh we're like we're like best friends cool like we're at that level
1: <laughs> maybe it's the michelle thing because i always tell people and it's even a copy on my website that i am the friend that gets the weird pictures that is like is this normal especially <laughs> when people are pregnant like i get the pictures from the stuff in the toilet like is this okay that came out yeah you're good
0: like it's nope. that's not your mucus plug oh my God. <laughs>
1: I love that. Um,
0: so I worked at American Eagle for a summer. I think it was like between college. And I remember this like one grandmother coming into the store and she was buying jeans for her granddaughter. And she was like really concerned about the jeans. And then it it turned into this whole, like she gave me her entire backstory and all this information that you like don't normally disclose to strangers. And then at the end of the day, she was like so grateful that I sold her this pair of jeans. And I was like, you're welcome. <laughs> so I totally get that. Anyhow. So going back to how I got here. So we started trying to get pregnant back in 2016. And shortly into our infertility, well, it wasn't infertility at the time, shortly into trying to conceive, my husband just suspected that something probably was wrong. And of course, I was in this like, huge state of denial. So I was like, no, we're just not doing it right. And at that point, we were doing like the basal body temperature. We were doing the ovulation. Like we were doing it right. Mm -hmm. And so he like took matters into his own hands, got tested. And eventually we got diagnosed with male factor infertility. And about a month into starting fertility treatments and doing all the initial like testing and blood work and stuff that they do, um, I got a call from my sister that she was pregnant. And it was one of the hardest calls of both of our lives because she actually wasn't prepared for it to happen as quickly as it did. It was like month one, boom, baby. Um, And had expected that she would have kind of more time. Um, Plus the like added guilt of like, you know, Michelle's been trying for so long and here we are. And so it was just a really hard conversation for both of us. And after that conversation, I found myself on the floor and I was just like, Sobbing, and I started to say out loud the things that had been running through my head. And it was a lot of that like, what did I do to deserve this? Did I make God mad? Like, did I not go to church enough? Like, am I not meant to be a mother? And it was in that moment that I was like, whoa, what is this? And I was like, this cannot go on like this anymore. And I was like, so set and so decided. And I like, basically went on this mission to just invite more joy into my life. So as part of that, which, you know, this isn't necessarily how you have to, like, find your calling, but I decided to just blast my story out on the internet, Um, actually, during National Infertility Awareness Week in 2017, I think this was, and part of that was, for me, like, I've always been someone who just wears my heart on my sleeve, who's really open about basically everything in my life, and it's not that I share every detail, but, like, you know, I, I don't hide big things, and this was Huge. And so I was like, I'm just going to get free of this thing that's like weighing me down. And it was so powerful because when I did this, and I've heard this time and time again from women sharing their stories, all these women reached out saying, you know, we love you, we support you. But there was also just a lot of like, me too. Or hey, like our two kids are IVF babies and I have never told anyone or, you know, all of that. And I was like, oh my goodness. And we were still very much going through our process at this time. But there was just like a little ping of like, I think I'm supposed to do this someday. Like, I think I'm supposed to help women, but I knew it like wasn't time yet. So I was kind of bargaining with the universe. Like, no God, like not yet, someday, someday. I like, I knew that I would know when the timing was actually right. And I also knew that I need to like figure out my own ish and do my own healing before I could truly hold space for women in this process. So of course, um, you know, March, 2020 rolls around and I was like, you know what? I think it's time. Um, and I was actually having coffee with a friend Mm -hmm. and she told me that I needed to meet someone in town. And this girl's name had come up a couple of times and I was like, Okay universe, I see you. And as and I like literally sent her an email that I was like, "Hey, like the universe has told me that we need to have coffee, like are you down?" <laughs> and um I didn't know her at all. And then now that I've met her, I'm like, "Oh, that was like so up her alley." And in that conversation, she was literally like, "Well, if you have a passion, like you should just go for it." And I was like, "I do have a passion. I should go for it." And within like a week, I had my first few clients on board for my coaching business to basically test it out and see if it was a good fit. Um, and of course, that was also like three weeks before the pandemic shut all of the clinics down. <laughs> so it was just a really interesting season because it's like people needed more support during that time than ever, even though they weren't in treatment. And so I just started showing up and I started sharing my story and working with these women. And it was so beautiful and magical and amazing. And like, was every moment perfect? No. But like, I knew I was exactly where I needed to be. And now over a year later, I've gotten to work on so many amazing clients. So many of them are pregnant and welcoming their babies into the world this year. And I am just so over the moon to get to do something that I'm so passionate about and to help help women in this way, really. Mm -hmm. That is such
1: a cool story. And I was even thinking as you were talking of, you know, so much started when the pandemic hit, like there's all, you know, people that rose up. But I was thinking to myself, like, maybe it was like that time that you needed to come out because those moms like were then stuck at home in their feelings. And I'm sure it was even worse for so many of them because they couldn't even go out and see their friends. And then they're like, and here I am another month that went by another month that goes by that I'm not pregnant, but I have nobody to connect with. Mm -hmm. And you can't go to the doctor's offices. And even then when you do the telehealth visits, it's just not the same, you know,
0: there's not, or or they only
1: have their few minutes because they had to get so many of their telehealth visits in at a time.
0: Yeah, there was just a lot of time to like sit and be in your own head, which is like not always the best. Well, and then for women struggling with secondary infertility, right? Folks who already have kids, whether it was through previous rounds of IVF or maybe you got pregnant naturally and then you got diagnosed with infertility for whatever reason, Like there's also that added guilt too of like, well, I already have a kid, so I should be grateful. So why do I feel so like empty? Like my life's not fulfilled or complete or whatever. And so there's just a whole other layer of struggle Mm, there too.
1: Yeah. Let's dive in a little bit to talk about like, so if there's moms that are listening and they're going through this and, and you had talked about there's, it's so important to like have a self love within yourself when going through this.
0: You know, mm-hmm. can you talk
1: a little bit about that? Like if there's a mom and that's really struggling and, she, you know, it's one month after the other and you lose a lot of that self-worth or like you'd said, you don't feel worthy. Mm-hmm. What it? What's the mind shift that's like the first step that they need to take to be like, listen, we need to just shift the mindset first.
0: Mm hmm. Um, I would say that for me, for my clients, like it really comes down to noticing like I was talking about how I realized in that moment on the floor crying after I talked to my sister that I was like, all this negative self talk was existing. And so even just being able to one of my favorite things to invite folks to do is just like a daily, like 10 minute brain dump of like, what's going on. And there's something about taking the thoughts that are in your head and putting them onto paper that's like magical, because it's suddenly like you get a third party view of your brain. And you can actually start to decipher and differentiate like, what's true what's not actually true because when it's just in our heads we just believe it all we're like yes of course our brain is right it's like no our brain is actually a big liar (laughs) for the most part right like we have to decide like which way we want our brain to be oriented and so just doing that like little brain dump and noticing and then deciding like is this true and if it's not true like what's a more true thought or belief right like Even things like, you know, if you don't have another kid, like will your kid hate you forever? No, like they won't. They love you. Like you are enough as you are. And it's a beautiful gift to get to bring another life into the world. But you are complete now and you will be complete then too. So like all of that, just like leaning into like, I am enough here in this moment. And I know that that's so much easier said than done and requires so much just like space and grace but it really is powerful when you start to one, just notice and start to really shift and play with those beliefs because it just brings you your power back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the power of positivity and you had mentioned like the brain and I know from the stuff that I've read and researched and learned about, like our brain literally is in fight or flight at all times. Like it's literally like, how can we protect Mm -hmm. us and what's the worst case scenario? And like, it always goes to negative because that's like how it protects us. So in these times when things are really hard, it's meant to go worst case scenario, because your brain is trying to protect you, which that happened to me with my second pregnancy, I was high risk. And there was just a lots of things. And so my brain literally went into like fight or flight at all times. It was like, okay, this is the worst case scenario, we're going to live like this, like that we're walking the worst case scenario, instead of thinking about the best case, which then creates that joy, and you have to create those pathways in your brain. To, like, remember, like, no, we have to remember the joy. No, we have to remember that all things are good. And you have to, like, force your brain to go that way, especially when it's been something that you've walked through the journey for so long in a negative way or any negativity. It's really hard for your brain.
0: Yeah. For sure. And I'm a big believer too, that like what we focus on expands. And I know it's like a cliche that gets thrown around all the time. Um, and something that I like to tell my clients is like to think of your brain as like a computer that's just like be, been pre-programmed over your lifetime. And so it's absorbed all of these experiences and stories and beliefs that you've been told by your friends, your family, your parents, like society, right? And just because it's been programmed that way doesn't mean that that is the best way it's serving you. And so you can always reprogram the computer to create a better life experience. And it's not to create a better you, like you are already your best version of you and you get to continue to evolve and make your life experience better and better and better. Um, and when you feel like you have power and control over that, which you hundred percent do that totally changes the game versus just believing, well, this is the computer that I've been given. And, I can't do anything about it. It's really the difference between that fixed mindset and the growth mindset. And I really do believe that we all have that capacity for growth. And it really just starts with the belief that it's possible. Mm. That is so that I love that. That's a
1: powerful thing of how you talked about, like, it's literally a, a computer that you can reprogram at any time, you just have to mm-hmm. choose to do the work to reprogram. That sometimes you're like, can it just be a little bit faster? But I love that thought, because it is one of those things that you're, you're 100% right, that you just have to choose to make the change.
0: Yeah. And a lot of that is like repetition. Right. And that's why like coaching is so powerful because when you talk to someone, when your brain goes back to default, they can be like, hey, we're back in default mode. There's nothing wrong with that, but let's go back to where we want to be. Right. And then being able to reinforce that until you can hold and reinforce that belief for yourself. Mm, I love that.
1: Have you heard that there's a new Clubhouse in town? And I'm not talking about Mickey's. If you haven't heard of Clubhouse, girl, I got you. You need to get your voice on Clubhouse and be heard because it's about to get hot up in here. And sister, let me give you the lowdown. Clubhouse is a mix of Instagram fun and the interaction of Zoom only using your voice. The best part is there's no makeup or hairspray needed, just your voice and your passion. I became an early Clubhouse adapter and have cracked the code of strategy when using Clubhouse. As a small entrepreneur, I've connected with big name companies and entrepreneurs because of Clubhouse and my Clubhouse strategy. I created the Clubhouse bio Builder for you so that you can strategically write your bio and gain qualified followers. Head to the link in the show notes to get your bio builder today. Before we dive in a little bit deeper into some of the IVF stuff I wanted to talk about, let's just chat a little bit about, as someone who is a friend or, you know, a sister or someone else, I always feel like there's this thing of, I kind of understood what my friends went through because I was told, like, we kind of had these conversations about it, but then I got pregnant, so I really didn't go through, like, the hard steps that they're going through or or losing losing babies and things like that. As support people, what is the best way that we can be supporting someone who's going through IVF? You know, clearly, as we've been talking about mentally supporting them is my guess is probably one of your, your top tips or as like an outside person is that's what I would say of just trying to stay positive. But what can we really truly be
0: doing to supporting friends in this season? Yeah, so I actually think the best thing that someone can do is just like witness someone in their journey and validate how they're feeling. And so I think so often we try to fix them or we like get uncomfortable with their like negative feelings. And we're like, well, I have to fix you. I have to make you happy. I have to like wash it away for you. But there's something just so beautiful when someone can say, Michelle, I see you're really struggling and I'm so sorry. Like I'm here for you. How can I support you? Right. And like Mm. that, that's it. I don't have any expectation of you opening up or sharing more. And of course, like if you want to, I'm here for that. And like being able to even tell people like, Hey, friend was thinking about you today, sending you some love, no need to respond. I just want you to know I'm here for you. Right. Mm. As opposed to, hey, Michelle, have you tried X, Y, and Z? Oh, stay positive. It'll all work out for you. Like, we can't make those kind of promises to people. And also, it doesn't actually make them feel better. And I think something that's, like, really magical is when you can recognize that, like, infertility, IVF, any hard season that you go through, they mirror each other, right? Like, if you struggle with like postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety, like you don't want somebody coming up to you and just being like, let me try to fix this for you. Right. You just want someone to be there and be like, Mm. it's okay that you're struggling. It's okay that you're not okay. And there is just such a beautiful gift to be able to give that to someone. And it doesn't take a lot of like effort (laughs) to do that, but it does take a lot of awareness.
1: Yeah. And I 100% agree as someone that had postpartum. There's like some people, I just wanted them to let me sit in my feelings. Like, let me just sit here Mm -hmm. and say that all this sucks and that I don't know how I'm going to get out of the hole. And no one can help me get out of the hole but myself. Because really, truly, once you're in that, you know that, yes, there can be support people. And yes, you can have coaches, but no one can pull you up out of the hole. Mm Mm-hmm. But when you're in that hole, nobody can pull you up out of it, but yourself, like no one can make that decision for you to mm-hmm. say, I'm going to step into the light, but yourself, you know, and, and there are those friends, though, that I think that you kind of know, this person needs me to be like, Nope, you're coming to the light with me, or it needs to be like, all right, if you just want to sit here and cry and eat the ice cream and watch the show, like I will do that with you too. Because I can 100% relate
0: to that that you had said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the like best thing, honestly, too, we are talking about like self care and self love. Like the more that we take care of ourselves, like whether we're the person going through it or the friend, the more capacity and the more space we have to hold for the other person.
1: Mm, yes, a hundred percent. Okay, so let's chat a little bit. Uh, go back to people that are going through this journey. If it's a mom that's listening mm-hmm. and and she's going through the journey, and and what is is there power in like opening up and sharing your story. Is that part of some of like the coaching? Cause I know that you had said, there's a lot of people that don't want to say that they're going through these things or, you know, what do you say to women? Because I'm sure there's so many tips you could give and there's so much different type of IVF and the type of things that you do. and, And I know that that is different to each person. But, Mm -hmm. you know, people's stories are different, but similar. So what advice do you have when it comes to people who are going through this and their story and how their story is going to help them heal?
0: Yeah. So I think. Honestly, for me, my biggest thing that I tell clients is to do what feels best for you and like permission to just lean into that. And so if that means, you know, telling only two people, tell two people. If it means telling no one, tell no one. But I think the most important thing is really just understanding why. So like as an example from my own journey, when we started, you know, trying to conceive, we didn't tell anyone because I wanted to tell people and excite them and like spread joy and it was a fun surprise and all of that. And then when we got into our infertility treatments, like I didn't kind of revisit that initial decision. I just continued to assume, well, this was something you need to keep private. And that just didn't feel good to me. And I really do believe that we all have the intuition to know like whether something actually genuinely feels good or not. And so just being able to like trust that and listen to that, I think is huge. And that's Mm -hmm. honestly the best advice I have for anybody going through this process is to trust your intuition.
1: Mm, That's so great. And So if you could say like advice, like if it was just you and maybe it's a listener in the room together and you could just give them like your advice, or if you're like, if I could just speak one thing into you that would either give you comfort or whatever it is that you are like feeling called to speak to this mom right now, what would you say?
0: Oh my gosh. My, it's always, it's safe to trust yourself. Mm. It is a hundred percent safe to trust yourself and I think experiences like infertility and going through IVF like really start to make you question and doubt but if you can like root into that belief that I am here for myself I will love myself I will guard myself I will protect myself I will show up for myself like it makes this process easier that doesn't mean that it won't be hard right like Hard and like easy ease, or like all different things, right? But like, even just being able to know that at the end of this, no matter what happens, you trust yourself and love yourself so much that you will be okay no matter what is a beautiful gift that you can give yourself in a season with so many unknowns. So my advice is it's safe to trust yourself always. Mm. And that's even good if in anything really, you know, like uh-huh. it, it goes back
1: around like, <laughs> this is for everyone. You know, like if you're not like it is just trust yourself and trust that your gut and like what you were doing is the right decision and, and, and whatever path you choose to go down. I mean, because for us, I was like, well, before we go down all of the medical things, because I knew once we entered that world, like you just don't. And I was like, I don't know, there's this lady over here that she does <laughs> herbs and I don't know, we had a stick that smelled like pot that wasn't pot, but guess what? <laughs> you know, like, or it wasn't in the mental thing, but you know, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to trust and this is going to work. <laughs> it did, but it, you know, but I just yeah. think that, you know, invalidating of whatever way that you choose to walk your journey is your journey and it's no one else's decision. And I love that.
0: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I think so often we get so caught up in comparing and saying, well, they did it this way I should do it this way. That just doesn't feel right. And it's one thing to like tap into your intuition and one thing to let fear drive you. And I recently had this revelation where I was like, intuition is here to like lead us to our better good, right? So if like anything is coming up in your head where, um, you know, like before our most recent loss, I had this like impending doom feeling that our numbers were going to drop and it was going to end up being a chemical pregnancy. And that is exactly what happened. And at the time I was like, Oh, see my intuition told me like the worst was coming. And looking back on that now, I'm like, that wasn't my intuition. That was just fear. And then the thing happened and then I confirmed it and decided it was my intuition. And so now being able to say, Nope, that was fear like my intuition is showing me the right way for me leading me down the right path and being able to like trust that it is bringing me you know like you were saying like into the light like into the good mm. into that better life experience then it makes it easier to quiet the fear and say nope this is just fear I don't have to validate this I don't have to give it like power I can just acknowledge it and and like right we're not bypassing the fear we're we're acknowledging that it exists And then we're letting it just be okay. Um, And then it really moves us into a space of just like deeper trust and knowing with ourselves, which I think is really beautiful too. Yeah,
1: I was actually listening to. I wish I. I don't even know who it was. I would Googled something <laughs> on the internet, but about like a spirit, and it was talking about the Holy Spirit and how you were talking about like our intuition. And he was talking about how people think that like, oh, our intuition will be like oh, that person's bad, or I just know that that thing is bad. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, the whole like the Holy Spirit, whether you say intuition, Holy Spirit, or whatever you are, it's interchangeable, same thing. Mm-hmm. But. That the Holy Spirit is innately good and it will only show, it really truly shows us good. And like, while there's still the bad, it's like trying to walk you through the bad to the good. And so I love how you thought about, you know, to think about that, that if people are thinking like, oh, well, my intuition is saying like, this pregnancy is not going to work, like to recognize like, no, the Holy Spirit will never say to me, this pregnancy is not going to work. This Holy Spirit's gonna be like, I'm Mm -hmm. like, we're going to try and I'm sorry that you're going to have to walk through this, but do you like, you know what the light will be at the end of the tunnel or something? Maybe you don't see it, but
0: yeah, it
1: was just an interesting thing that I was like, I never thought about that, That really it's truly all pure and good that they don't, the, your intuition and the spirit is not trying to lead you to bad.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so what advice would you give yourself if you could go back and give your younger self advice, whether it be, you know, you said you had so many different startup businesses as an entrepreneur, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit is always flowing and going, or, you know, in your IVF journey, what advice would you give yourself if you could go back and tell your younger self something? Yeah.
0: Um. So obviously, the like, it's safe to trust yourself is like valid for for all of it. And I think that that still remains the number one piece of advice I would go back and say to myself, which I may not understand at the moment, but I think it's important. Um, But two, like, it's okay if the things don't all make sense, right? Like, it's okay if you're here and then you're here and you're here and you're here. Like, don't make yourself wrong for any of it. Just keep following the joy, keep following the intuition and just trust that, like, even if it's not all coming together, trust that you are exactly where you need to be and exactly on the right path. And again, it comes back to that trust. <laughs> but when you can do that, like life just gets so much easier because then you just get to be in flow rather than in constant resistance of like, I can't believe this thing is happening or what, like, why, right? All these questions that don't actually help our, like, you know, our brain might try to solve that problem, but it's not going to give you any answers that are going to help mm-hmm. you. And and so when you can just be like, this is exactly like meant for me, I'm where I need to be. I like, you know, it's all working out in my favor. All of those like beautiful mantras and affirmations that we can say to ourselves. And again, like pick what feels good for you, right? Like you don't have to believe the things that I believe, but I think when we do have those like grounding beliefs, It makes such a huge difference at the end of the day.
1: Yes. Oh, that is so great. Such great advice. Thank you so much for having such a great conversation and sharing your heart and your story with me. If anyone
0: wants to reach out to you after the podcast, where can they find you? So the best place to find me is probably over on Instagram. My handle is at ThriveyF. It's T H R. IVF, right? Like thrive through IVF. Um, and my website is thrive through IVF.com. And thanks so much for having me, Michelle. This is so beautiful and just so wonderful getting to chat with you. Thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: Thanks for listening to another episode of the living your calling podcast. If you love this episode, will you share it with a friend or leave a review? Make sure that you subscribe or follow so that you don't miss a single episode. I love hearing from listeners and connecting. You can find us over on Instagram at the Living Your Calling Podcast or at Michelle Ann Hagen. Join us inside of our private Facebook community called the Living Your Calling Podcast Community. It's free, so why don't you join us inside? You can join by clicking the link in our Instagram bios or checking out the show notes. Join us and we will dive in deeper and I can't wait to connect with you. If you needed someone to remind you that you are worthy of your dreams, friend, this is it. I promise that you are worthy of whatever is on your heart and whatever calling you are wanting to chase. I am proud of you and I'm here for you. You're listening to the Living Your Calling podcast, inspiring you to be and create exactly what you were made for.